This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the voice of milk in Congress with customers and in communities. Visit voiceofmilk.com. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Trump administration officials gathered at the White House today to discuss next steps on small refinery exemptions from the renewable fuel standard. President Donald Trump met with EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler and Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue, as well as other administration staffers at the White House today. This conversation follows a meeting earlier this week with many of the same people. According to a memo obtained by AgriPulse, the administration is considering rescinding seven or eight waivers issued about two weeks ago, working toward allowing E10 pumps to be approved for E15 distribution and other action to promote higher blends of ethanol in the nation's fuel supply. Todd Becker is the president and CEO of the biofuel company Green Plains. He says the White House is endangering support in rural America by continuing to issue the waivers. You know, he has a very strong basis. He had a very strong base of support in, in agriculture and food and the farm community. And he's putting it at risk. And this White House is putting it at risk, and I think they realize it. And he could get it back with a snap of a finger, and he needs to get it back because otherwise, you know, the other party is going to is already is already holding, you know, using this as a as a rallying cry to try to get the farmers to vote for him. One of the people trying to do just that is Amy Klobuchar. Speaking to reporters today, the 2020 hopeful and Minnesota Democratic senator says biofuels policy would be part of her first 100 days of action in office. I'm going to stop um, this abuse of the system um, and make this better. I'm going to be a strong supporter of the renewable fuel standard because I believe you need to have strong biofuels market. Um, and I'm going to work on the infrastructure, um, things like blender pumps, things I've worked on in the past, and mean actually passing a law to ensure year-round E15. She says SREs granted by the administration would also be up for review. Looking at all these waivers that these granted um, and then reversing to wholesale granting of waivers and putting on hold any that are out there right now and then reviewing each of them. She says in her opinion, the EPA should only grant a handful of waivers every year. No readout of the meeting was available and spokespersons for USDA and EPA did not respond to requests for comment. Becker says the administration needs to act to prevent further losses of support in rural America. I think this uh, the math is, is real. Uh, it's easy to prove, and the EPA is just lying about what the, what, what the impact of SREs are. And I think this White House is waking up to that. In other news, China says it is ready to retaliate if U.S. tariffs on its products are increased at the beginning of September. A spokesperson for China's Commerce Ministry tells reporters China will take countermeasures if President Donald Trump follows through on his threat to hit more products with a 10% tariff. Trump has softened his threat of hitting $300 billion worth of imports with the tariff on September 1st, instead delaying the impact on some of those products until December 15th. The back and forth has also put in jeopardy a round of talks scheduled to take place in Washington next month. American officials have said they hope to see the Chinese in town, but the spokesperson wouldn't say if that was still the plan. For more on the situation, check out Bill Thompson's story on agripulse.com. Finally today, another presidential candidate is out with their plan for ag in rural America. Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders wants to encourage a different approach to production agriculture and incentivize more urban and suburban food growth. In an agricultural plan released today, Sanders suggests spending about $160 billion to help farmers keep carbon in the soil, another $160 billion on food recovery and composting, and $41 billion for transitioning large-scale confined animal feeding to ecologically regenerative practices. 
There's also $36 billion to transition lawns into food producing and reforested space. The plan says that would sequester carbon and save water. Sanders' plan also directs $41 billion towards socially disadvantaged and beginning farmers, $1.48 billion to research regional appropriative farming practices and seeds, and $500 million to help farmers enrolled in the Conservation Reserve Program convert to organic production, among numerous other investments. For more on the plan, check out Phil Brasher's story on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative provides dairy farmers throughout the Midwest with a powerful voice the voice of milk, in Congress, with customers, and within their communities. Edge is one of the top cooperatives in the country based on milk volume. For more information, visit voiceofmilk.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.